I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. But trust is not in my wheelhouse. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If I'm not touching it with my own hands. It don't exist. It's not. Yeah, it's not getting out there. <laughs> I don't even remember how we do this podcast because, what was it? The last time we were part of this program was at Gen Con, wasn't it? Yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. That was the last that, time we were that on was, show. That was early August. The thought of Minneapolis was just a thought. Right. And then and we then, made it a reality. We manifested that in thought into a, reality. And it's really good. Such a fast period of time i'm like i still don't believe it's real and it's possibly the biggest mistake i've ever made in my life speaking of biggest mistakes in my life this is uh logan you're so much better at this than i am welcome to the tuesday night podcast podcast about the stories we make while playing the games we love on around and even under the gaming table i'm one of your hosts for this a b-team episode with all of my comrade friends i guess i could just say comrades yeah yes the, the sad thing is, you say that in such a way that I honestly feel like you've been brainwashed. It's almost like you want to convince Sean and Alan that I'm in here with the comrades, but I really want to be one of you. Because I would say Wait. something like, it's about the games we play while suffering under the <laughs> capitalist thumb of our corporate oppressors. Anyway, I'm Logan. You're... B team Logan. I'm. I don't like to call myself. I'm just Comrade William. I'm, I don't want to be carry the labels that they've applied to me, Comrade William. Then uh, why'd you I give am, them to me? I'm Comrade Logan. Because we know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a Bolshevik. Uh, I gotta learn up you know, more on on what those terms are. I have to look that up. And who else is with us? I am Comrade. Straight out the dungeon. Straight out of the dungeons, Comrade Greg here, bringing up the prisoners. Show them around and then send them back down to the gulag. Speaking the gulag. of prisoners, we make really uh, good gulag. We though. do. I mean, it's yummy. It's gulag. It's it's you got to source your paprika from the right, right? place. Right? Like people don't do that. Okay, That's so, not, like lazy cooking is what that is. Mm-hmm. And so now, one hundred percent. Alan is going to say at the beginning of the episode when he's like, blah, 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 this is what they talk about. He's going to be like, and they thought gulag was a food when it's actually goulash. <laughs> Alan, I am part Hungarian. Are you? <laughs> I have my grit. Yes, I got all of it in there. I thought Greg. you were all got- Norwegian Oof. with your piercing blue eyes. Nah, I think the blue eyes actually come from Ireland. Nobody but- in Ireland has blue eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's all green eyes and red hair. Wow. <laughs> this is mm. anyways. Um, we have a topic. Let's let's talk about things. Well, how have you been? Logan, I haven't talked to you in so long. How how's really your health? Great, Will. Uh, it's, really? it's good. Yeah. I moved in with my uh partner Billy, my boyfriend. Well, I thought you guys were already living together. Well, you thought wrong, didn't you? I guess so. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Although I did get a text message from my boss today and she said, hey, I was talking to somebody so-and-so in the hallway, and she asked how your wife and kids are doing. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) You moved to Minnesota, and all of a sudden you got a wife and kids? Well, it's, you know. 
Greg? Did they, did they not assign you a new wife and kids when you got to Minnesota? Uh, no, we stopped no, that when no, gay no, marriage no. became allowed. Oh, yes. Okay. But also, the rule about moving to Minnesota, or possibly only Minneapolis, I'm not sure about the entire state, is one in, one out. Yep. So I got to move to Minnesota. A Minnesotan got to leave Minnesota. So and that's they were, like they, they maintain so a constant excited. level of population. Yes, they they <laughs> actually left me a small gift in my apartment as I was Thank entering it for, for the first my time. Curse. And someday, someday I may be free. Nope. Although I'm, <laughs> you're I'm one of us now, buddy. Hmm. Oh, I'm never letting boy, you go, oh boy. You know I'm not one of <laughs> yeah, you, you are. and you know I never you will be. Will I will be. tell stories for the next four hours of how the people of this state are just nice and sandpaper and on the joy core to be around. of my soul. Oh. <laughs> As the listener has no doubt gathered by now, this is a podcast where we talk about board games. Yes. Stories we make while we play them. Well, this is the, 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 the board game. You, you get in a car, you pack up your life, and you drive. It's called life. Remember that old chestnut? <laughs> yeah. This is the second time we've referred to life. Really bad. <laughs> that game was weird. It still is weird. Well, it was okay for the it's 50s. Yeah, it was good. I had the time. Tell me about <laughs> games. I, tell, what ga- Greg, what games have you been playing lately? So I played my Gen Con purchases. So I've played Medium, which is a fantastic game. Is it full fantastic or is it only half fantastic because it's medium? I, it, <laughs> it's full fantastic medium. because it is my best game of Gen Con. What? That I oh. Yeah. I need to get this clearly. It's so good. Wait, Logan, have you played medium? I know the barest minimum. Do I have a timer tick ticking away where i could possibly time one minute where greg has to tell us about the game medium you're talking about an elevator pitch. something along those lines but who must greg all right greg please yes. give us a one minute elevator pitch of the game medium in the impersonation of that game machine fortune teller zoltar from the movie Big. <laughs> Big. Are you Did ready? Did Zoltar talk? <laughs> ding me, yeah. SB. Nope. Ding me, Che Guevara. <laughs> I did. Okay, we have to talk about. Well, I'll talk about Big in its own thing. But I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be a psychic because I don't remember how Zoltar is. And seconds Big is are banned. ticking away. Biggest band from our house. Anyways, Medium is an amazing game where you and your partner have a set of cards. You put your card down. I can see this in your future. You are connecting your psychic link with the other person as they put their card down. The two cards are two words such as ear and sticky. And then at the count of three, you go three, two, one, and then have to say the exact same word. So if you and your partner and psychically linked like you should be you may say three two one wax (laughs) (laughs) and thus you would get your points for the first round however should you say a different word then the two words that you just said are your new set of pairs that you must again try to psychically link with each other and come up with a single word to say at the same time. You do this for a total of three rounds, and you often, very often, fail at coming up with the same words. But when you get that right word together, when your psychic futures meld together, that is when you are a true medium.
Okay, <laughs> you went over the time, but how did you guys get wax? Yeah, because it's yeah. sticky in your ears. It's sticky in ear. What? Oh, what? That's yeah. gross. It is, but it's what we came up with. So yeah. this game good. is better than the one with the animals and the musical instruments? What are you talking about? The one, Greg, we played it right after Gen Con with Steve and Irene. Oh, Battle of the Bards? That one. Okay, Battle of the Bards is incredibly amount of fun, but it's a four-player game, whereas Medium is an eight, can go up to eight people real easy. Battle of the Bards has a pretty steep learning curve. I do really like that game, but everybody picks up Medium almost immediately, and I've yet to have people be like, this isn't fun. Like Everybody's having a good time every time I've played it. Battle of the Bards is an awesome game, but Medium is my top pick. Battle it's of the so Bards was fun. a little complicated. It's complicated. There's, like, there's strategies and bits and pieces yeah. going on and flying around here, there, and everywhere, but the art is real cute. The art is amazing. Mm-hmm. And is the same artist as Carnival Row? Is that it? Was that what you were saying? Or By Order of the Queen, which is one of my favorite that games. One. Same artist. I bought the game because of the artist, because that's how I do <laughs> shiny things. <laughs> Junk Spirit Games, that's who it is. I haven't really played anything that I got at Gen Con, because I... I mean, I just didn't get a chance to play. And then all of a sudden I was moving to Minneapolis and I was like, well, let me not take these things out of their boxes because that would be foolish. Yeah, you're moving. So Logan, tell me about your, what did you buy at Gen Con that's that's been your favorite pick of the litter? One game that I got that I really love is Letter Jam, but y'all- I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, I know. But so I'm not (laughs) going to talk about Letter Letter Jam Jam a lot. I'm not, 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 I'm not going to talk about Letter Jam. Also, apparently I'm the only person who likes Letter Jam because I cannot get people to play that with me, but I love it. Anyway, the group that I go to Gen Con with and we stay at an Airbnb, we think one Gen Con for us was Bargain Quest. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's a TV stuff. show, isn't it? It's no. also a board game. I don't, know, I don't know if it's a TV show, but it is definitely a board game. It's a board game where you, rather than being the heroes that go into the dungeon, you're instead the shopkeepers selling stuff to those heroes. Oh, sometimes nice. You, I mean, you want to make money from them first and foremost. And so sometimes you can you know, sell them stuff that they think is magical, and maybe it's not so magical, but it still costs a lot. You can send them off to the dungeon, and if they survive then they'll live long enough to write a really good Yelp review about your shop, and you'll get some victory points that way. <laughs> and if they hurt the monster, that Yelp review will be even better. But you know what? If they go and they just straight up die, yeah, it's still got their cash. So, uh, And also, every 10 gold is worth a victory point. So sometimes, you know, a really wealthy patron comes in, and you're like, there's no way you're going to live. This, this monster's definitely going to kill you. But if you want to buy all this really expensive armor i guess you can bud it's a really fun game and it nice. like it just creates stories we would just know that we we're sending people to their death and then <laughs> I don't know. so so like some of the people developed stores where it's like paul's emporium where if you're going there paul is gonna make sure he's gonna equip you you're gonna make it you're gonna damage that monster you're coming back home or you go to languid logan's and You'll come out with some stuff, I guess. Cool. <laughs> um, I played one game where I just I was just Costco. Like I, I just stocked things that I could sell to everybody, no matter what, and I just gave them like 
a hundred little tiny things. <laughs> wow. So it gives the you a lot of choices and everything. Oh. Yeah. And there's tons of expansions for it too. It's it's really fun. I really enjoy Bargain Quest. I also okay, this is a really strange game that I want to love. But so it's called Don't Get Got. It's really good. It sounds okay, like a Logan me, game. It's and here's the thing. It's really good. It's not a Logan game. Uh, what? It's, How is it not a Logan game with that title? Exactly. How is that a thing? So let me let me tell you. Okay, so everybody gets a little plastic envelope and then a bunch of missions. And you hand out this envelope at the beginning of, say, a party or just any kind of get-together or between other games at a game night. Like, you just have this. And these quests might say, get somebody to give you a hug or... I'd rather not, thank you. Get somebody to ask about your cool hat. And I do have a cool hat. Yeah. So if somebody does, you say, you just got got. And you reveal your mission card and you flip it to the nailed it side. The first person to have completed three of their missions on their card or in their envelope is the winner of Don't Get Got. And this game could take 10 minutes or it could take... A week, you know, it, 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 if everybody's playing really intently, it's just meant to be played in the background of other games, which I, I love that. That's such a cool idea. But, but, but when my boyfriend gave me a hug and then said, haha, I tricked you. That wasn't a hug because I love you is to win this game, you idiot. I mean, he didn't really say it like that, but that's how I felt like. <laughs> then, then you realize that he never loved you at all in the first place. And he was the only been a long in gone. it. Exactly. The whole reason we've been in a seven year long relationship was just so he could win a board game. And it's <laughs> wild. But I admire the dedication. I do. I've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> That wrong. As soon as you're playing this game, you're in a state of mind. Uh, I think it's a lot akin to what Alan talked about last week. I don't know if you all listened to the podcast. I am when it's... well up to date on this program. Okay. Yes. I am yeah. so far behind on everything, so no. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Alan talked about how doing assassin at every con is actually getting in the way of hanging out with his friends <laughs> because he can't actually talk to Lindsay Road because she they can't trust any thing they say and it and it like prevented them from hanging out and actually having a fun time playing like um killer queen so oh, once you're yeah. playing once you're playing don't get got you're playing don't get got so like once anytime, you're in the game you're in the game like my friend jay was telling a story about how his sister called purple smurfle when they were growing up, everybody in the house was just like, fuck you, Jay, you're trying to trick me. What? <laughs> it was a real story, and he just couldn't tell it because nobody <laughs> nobody was having any of that. <laughs> Game that breeds distrust. Now yeah. I see why you're out. Yeah. I really like the idea of a game that you play over the course of game night. This one makes me too anxious. <laughs> I can, I can see that because you never know if, who you can trust and who you can't trust. Yeah, I have been playing a game, new game recently. So my shop that I used to go to most frequently in DC, Island Games, closed in towards the end of August. And as part of their closing, they were like 40% off everything in the store. So I was like, well, let me make my last purchase at Island Games. And I picked up, it's a game that's actually published by Ultra Pro, but mm-hmm. 
does not come with sleeves in the box. I was incredibly disappointed by that. <laughs> um, it's called How Shards. How is that possible? I know. It's called Shards of Infinity, and I hate it. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a deck builder. I don't hate it. It's just the person who it turns out recently I most frequently play games with is better at me at playing games. It was in the shrink wrap. We were hanging out Saturday night. I said, let's play a game neither one of us have ever played before. That's the one we played. That was your doom. And he killed me. And here's the reason. This is my friend Trevor. I don't know if I've spoken about him on this program before, but I can't imagine anyone in this world beating him at Star Realms. So for people who are familiar with Star Realms, it's a deck builder. There's factions. He actually beat both creators of Star Realms at PAX East. Shards of Infinity is cut and paste Star Realms. (laughs) (laughs) It's four factions. You build your deck by buying cards from each of the factions and making them your attackers and attacking your opponent and everything and getting their life points down. He picked up on that immediately and he was able to get through it. I I think it's, it's, it's actually, you know, if you're not, tired of star realms or if you are tired of star realms and basically want to play star realms 2 with mm-hmm. a different kind of visual concept there you go shards of infinity oh. anyways we have a topic for the evening hey what's that the is topic? hey what's the topic burned. it's topic time excuse me sam do you have the time but of course it be topic time seeing as i have recently moved And as part of my move, for those who do not know, I threw out pretty much everything, and I'm starting fresh. So I did bring clothes, I did bring all of my games, I did bring all of my books, and that's pretty much where we cut the line. So no furniture. Well, one piece of furniture, but... That's one piece of furniture. A haunted, I had to bring it in. You did not. Robert brought it I, in. Robert it, brought it in. It's a haunted it's, chest, and I am cursed. I must keep it with me at all time. Whoa. Seeing as I now have no shelves, when I previously did have shelves for storing all of my games and my thousands and thousands and thousands of Magic, Pokemon, Vanguard what other card games have I invested heavily in and have tons of commons because I refuse to get rid of them. I am in a quandary of what to do to store my games. My new place is larger than my old place, but I also don't want to junk it up with a bunch of dusty shelves. Logan, you were telling me that you recently reorganized your games. Yeah. So like I said, I just moved in with my boyfriend. The game table is right as you come into the dining room to keep all the games because that's a big part of having people over to the house we went to ikea and grabbed the five by five calax yep uh, i have that yeah it, it, any of the calaxes are really good at holding games but they're just basically big square cubbies and they can come anywhere from like two by two to like i said five by five is our huge shelf it's basically like a foot by a foot squares they comfortably hold the bigger games and then also you can put small, like the halfway up shelves in, and then you can get two games on those, like the size of code names or any of the IDE games that are sort of like half the size of a bigger box game. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So you can put the those half shelves in, and then that each one of those Calyx squares becomes really two areas that are shelves. And it looks really nice. It's like a really good-looking thing. And I, I think you've seen it probably in a lot of board game YouTube channels or anything like that. Like yeah, they, everybody has them. Everybody they're, has them. And they're inexpensive, and they're well... They For what they do, they're pretty well-built. Yeah, they, they, it's not like... So every book shelf that I've had that I try to store games on, they sag after a while because they're not really made for that. But Calyx has enough structure in it every you know foot so that it's got support so you're not going to have sagging shelves. So that's that's my personal pick. I think they're perfect and like Greg said they're pretty inexpensive. This is very disturbing to me because I threw away a <laughs> part of my <laughs> not bringing it to Minneapolis was a uh 2x2 Calax shelf Dang. unit. Yeah, uh, so you literally live half a second from an Ikea here. I'm, so nah. I also had a Calax with a, like a TV uh, oh. cut out. Oh. So you could put your TV right in the middle of it. That's cool. But had. Gone now. Gone now. In, in the trash. No, it's not that much of a bummer. So how <laughs> how do you organize your games you just like just throw them all like helter skelter just or i mean i throw them in helter skelter but i throw them in helter skelter because i generally put stuff that i'm just not playing that much anymore will move to the basement closet and the stuff that i'm playing a lot will move towards the easy access high up shelves and then ones that like we played recently that we want to get back to, those tend to go on at the bottom. Because trying to maintain alphabetical order on games that I'm pulling out a lot for game nights is too much for me. That's like, let's make me not like life much <laughs> yeah, trying to keep that level of organization. I don't try to keep a level of organization like alphabetical or anything, but it's funny you ask because I did try to organize in small games together so that it can have more space, but also generally like genre. So like I have ah. one of the boxes is just like worker placement games. And one of the boxes is like deck builders with this setup. I can see that th- this is my, this is my go-to example, but space base was right next to Machi Koro. And I'm like, I'm never going to play Machi Koro when space base is right next door. <laughs> so uh, it's gotten me to sort of like, consolidate a bit and get rid of some games that are really redundant and just not as good. I don't know if y'all have played Space Base, but it is just very similar to Machi Koro, except I feel better in every way. I've never played either one. So You've never played Machi Koro? No. That's weird. Because like, okay. Steve loves Machi Koro. I, yeah. <laughs> Can we say this? Like, We're probably going to end up saying this like once a year. I've never played the game, the one game that everybody in the world has played I have not played it. It's got the hex tiles. Settlers of Catan. Catan. Yep. Not once. Never even now touched it. Now we all it. know how we say that word. <laughs> what? Catan? We're, yeah. Yeah. But Greg said Catan. I do not enjoy that game, so I don't play it much anymore. Well, see, I, and I, I've been deprived because, like, literally everybody else in the world is like, "Oh, I love Catan. You like board games? Mm-hmm. I love Catan." And I'm like, "I ain't never yeah, played that." They're not good people. It's <laughs> trust me, <laughs> no, I've got great. plenty of not good people in <laughs> my life. It's a That's new why classic. I'm so grateful for both of you. Oh, thank you so much. Look, That's I great. said something nice. Look, I'm Minnesota's infecting my yeah. soul. Yeah, oh. we're getting yeah in. 
I love you too, Will. Yeah, we love you, Will. I didn't say love. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one of my Calax squares just for like classic games, and Catan's there just on the off chance somebody comes over and says, oh, I've never played that. It's not my favorite game. I would say Space Base and Machi Koro are evolutions. Are much better. Yeah, they're evolutions of that same type of thing, which is yeah. that you roll dice and then you get resources based on that on the dice roll. But it's still a classic, so I have it on there with like Ticket to Ride and stuff like that. Power Grid, also a game that I, well, it's a game I own and have never played because I literally opened the box and said, this is too complicated and closed the box. (laughs) I've never played Power Grid, and every time I've watched people play Power Grid, it has reinforced my desire to not play (laughs) It's like, how is this fun? (laughs) So we've got what you're going to store it in. You're going to get a Kallax. That's K-A-L-L-A-X. I'm sure Ikea would be happy to ship it to you if you do not have an Ikea readily available <laughs> around the corner five minutes from your home like I do now. Yeah, let's, get, like, let's give people more clues to exactly how to find Will Anderson's house. The words are <laughs> Burger King, Dreamer's Vault, well, Cub Foods. I don't... <laughs> this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to find me, trust me. I know where you are. I know. <laughs> you were here before I was. <laughs> I Some of those are. clues were false. So that's that's the that's trick. That's true. You've got to find out which is the false clue. The f- and the false clue is part of the ARG. Wink, which wink. is not happening. That's wink. not real. Yeah, that's not. not real. Okay. I still have no idea what I'm going to do. I do have technically a two bedroom and the second bedroom is now my office. And mm-hmm. I am putting stuff here that is like my knitting and gaming and i have a large closet in here so i will you figure do have out a good guy's closet also since there are so many people in minneapolis that have these games you can get away with like relying on other people to bring the games like me <laughs> that's which happens a lot true people are like oh you have that game so i'm not gonna buy it i'm like yeah it's fine i still don't have a table though that's no, but you have that later. sweet you have that sweet center downstairs yeah, i got though, so. you have the community room oh that's our it's next nice. episode how do you make sure that nobody else is using the community room and trying to talk to you when you got your friends over to play a game you rent it out well, that costs me money well, you get it from everybody else. They're like a five buck, five buck game night. Oh my word! That's not how you make friends. That's how you make profit. Look, you're turning into Alan and no. Sean. <laughs> Alan and Sean are like, let's give everything away for free. Ugh. They never yeah, gave me honest, anything that's... for free. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, they have we, to make money got... somehow. Greg, we got free booth space. Gen Con. Okay, whatever. You did more for their booth at Gen Con than they did for themselves, trust me. Winning an any. That's all they brought to the table. For them to to be able to make money, they gotta sponsor this program. Insert the crazy voice jingle Alan did for Game Crafter. Sponsors! Yay! Thank you for sponsoring us! Send us free stuff for money, and we'll talk about your stuff, but only if we like it. <laughs> Do you guys have anything nice to say about GameCrafter.com? So I am knee-deep in actually designing Helateam. Helateam. My, yeah. my RPG that I'm trying to tackle. I'm actually working with a friend on it. I think we've got it worked out. Also, it's it's like gone away from the Open D6 system. And now oh, we're really? using... Oh, really? What? Yeah. Hey, that's not the topic have... for this episode. 
I know, but like this is news. Yeah, it's really evolved a lot. But the thing is that now it's going to utilize cards in a big way, and I'm really excited about that. And I'm like already envisioning like how long do I need to wait before I go ahead and get the Game Crafter (laughs) version of this so I can (laughs) test it out. That's one of the things they excel at is having really nice little cards that will feel good. Like because I've I've done a bunch of prototype stuff and. Anytime that you just write with a pen and then like put it in a card projector or whatever, that never gets anybody excited at the table. I've never had a playtest go great. Handwritten. Well, it may it may be that I have terrible handwriting. That's certainly a factor. But I have really good design skills, so I'm gonna put those up in Game Crafter and it's gonna be great. I'm really excited. So basically what you're saying is, if I can reduce this down for the audience, you watched Greg become a multimillionaire on Kickstarter, (laughs) and you realized that you probably could do the same thing if you would just light a fire under your own butt. Um, Just say yes. Greg, congratulations on your successful Kickstarter. You have, uh, how many more overs did you go over your goal to? Uh, at the time of this recording, I am... You're knocking on $10,000. Yeah, I'm knocking on $10,000. Nice. I'm still angry I did not get a $400 slot, and no, I'm not I'm going not, back. I'm not, we're not having this conversation again. We're not having How this conversation rude. again. So this basically means you're hiring every artist in Minnesota to contribute to <laughs> Glitter Hearts, correct? I've hired a few. Well, I mean, not every. There's not that many artists in Minnesota. It's mostly farm. There's a lot of musicians here. But yes, yes. So, is the Kickstarter closed? Uh, Probably as as of this. this As of this recording, yes. uh, It will. It goes until October third. Well, this ain't going out before October third. So, sorry, suckers, you missed out on getting in on the ground floor of the greatest RPG, which (laughs) Alan did. I don't think he did a great job describing. It's about magical transforming heroes. You could be anything that transforms into anything else. It's fantastic. Correct. You don't have to be a magical girl. You could be a Kamen Rider. Is that a magical transforming hero? Yeah, kind of. You could be uh, that show that was popular after I already graduated from college. with Power Rangers? Rangers? Yeah, that one. I bet you could even be a Voltron. That was our second medium, Greg. You can be a Voltron. We did it. (sighs) I'm never going to win at medium. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a good game. You could even be a planet that transforms into a sparkling lame kitty cat, if that's the way your game takes you. Please tell me that's true, Greg. That That is absolutely true. Like... I had another conversation with the person like, so what's the setting for this? I'm like, any, if you want to be all animals that can transform into super powered animals, go for it. There's nothing in the game rules that says you have to be human. I want to be cats that transform into fire breathing lizards. Perfect. (laughs) I know I'm perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Done. You can do that. In terms of other less popular RPGs, I will allow the music insert for Mothership, which I'm sure some deviant wow. people <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a darn good game, though. 
We had a good time playing it, although it, it, we got real wild with it. Yeah, I'm sorry I gave you nightmares, Greg, but I'm also like, really flattered that I gave you nightmares. <laughs> it's not, well, I, I warned you. I own all of the Mothership propaganda, but I have not <laughs> implemented any of it. We should play it for Halloween. That... I will accept that is an acceptable entry into my list of one of my least favorite holidays, but something that I may be able to do in recognition of the fact that other people actually enjoy that holiday. <laughs> but only if, <laughs> only if we play, I believe the game is called Arboretum with the tree cards. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's supposed to be really good. If we play that on my favorite holiday... Arbor Day. Arbor Day? <laughs> that is my favorite holiday because it's, a great it's holiday. the only holiday that is truly about selflessly giving to the entirety of all peoples. Yeah, tell that to the giving tree. <sighs> Greg, <laughs> you have to ruin everything. <laughs> all right. The last thing before yes. we send Greg back down to the dungeons, because obviously yep. being in civil society is beyond... It's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> beyond his skills to maintain for too long. You guys, as I just found out, because you keep secrets behind my back, <gasps> are going to be at an event here in Minneapolis in the next yes. few weeks. Yes, Galaxicon. we'll be at Gay Lexicon. Gay yep. uh, Laxicon, which yep. is about staying regular for all <laughs> of your gendered populations. You do not no. have to be gay to be... No, it's not about regularity? It is not. It is about the regularity of science fiction. It's a LGBTQA plus science fiction and... Fantasy. Fantasy and gaming. It's like a lot rolled up into one. Back in Minnesota, October 18th through the 20th, and we'll be doing a live show there, right, Logan? Our first live show. Our first live show. That's Very exciting. Wait, are you doing your, like, playing role mm -hmm. game? Yeah. Play yeah. roles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That works. Yeah, we are, we are rolling and the games that we'll be playing at the panel table. Are you able to say what game you'll be role-playing? I want to keep that one up my sleeve. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a surprise. Will there be other guests playing the role-playing game with you? Yes. 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 Are you allowed you to announce if, who if, those people are? If you get a ticket to our event, maybe you. <gasps> yeah. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. But That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. And uh, I don't and I wasn't specifically talking to Will, although I well, I'm you sure be on I'm going to get want. a ticket to see my friends play a role playing game because but there's no other I, way that I'd ever be able to see them play role playing games. <laughs> <laughs> but I meant anyone with a ticket may be anyone with a oh, ticket. Well, okay, so let's not bury the lead here. What is the website for gay laxative con? Gaylexicon.org. <laughs> That's spelled yeah, gay G -A -Y Please spell it. L A X. I C O N dot org. Gay lax icon. Yes. Yep. Dot org. Dot, dot org. org. Okay. Yeah. Org. The dot org is important. That's the only way to find it because I've done it all the other ways and I'm like, why can't I find it? Because it's dot org. We covered so many awesome things, which that's why we are the shining star of the Tuesday night <laughs> podcast empire. Correct. If you would like to write an email, 
to exclaim how much you enjoy listening to <laughs> William, Logan, and Greg. It's play TKG. Podcast. Is, it's Podcast not at TuesdayNightGames.com, spelled with a K. P-O-D-K-A-S-T at... No, what? <laughs> you said it was spelled with a K. <laughs> oh, got you. No, podcast is spelled with a C. Tuesday oh, night games is spelled with a K. Well, okay. finally, podcast. the emails will start coming through because somebody finally. actually clarified this for us. <laughs> what so, is yeah, the pod- Twitter? So again, podcast at TuesdayNightGames.com. Spelled with a K. And if people are beyond email and have moved on to Twitter, what is the Twitter for the uh, empire here? At play TKG. And if they just want to go to the website to look at the pretty pictures? Well, that's TuesdayNightGames.com, also spelled with a K. We have done our obligation to these overlords so that we can win some time on their corporate (laughs) airwaves of capitalist repression. Logan, if people wanted to enjoy your endeavors, what would be the best place for them to find you? You can find me at Twitter, uh, at Logan Jenkins. And also on the podcast, Very Random Encounters, where me and Greg and two other friends play tabletop role-playing games and randomize as much as is possible. That is an excellent podcast. I have listened to that program and occasionally enjoyed it. Greg. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> where yes. do people find you so that they can lobby for a particular RPG system, which I own a hardcover book for, to be on VRE, they just demand it, yes. so all the other people they have to demand. allow you to do it. Where did they get that for you? You can talk to me on Twitter, at White Wing. Again, if you want to listen to me on Very Random Encounters, you can. If you want to listen to Will and I a bunch talk about Pokemon, listen to It's Super Effective. The Pokemon podcast, yeah. The Pokemon just, just podcast. Just search for Pokemon on the internet, and I'm you're going to come across us. You're going to find us. It's right. It can come up. <laughs> and if you want to listen to me talk about a card game that I can't even play anymore because I moved to Minnesota and no place here plays Card Fight Vanguard, the Drive Check podcast, or Drive Check a Card Fight Vanguard podcast, who knows? But we also talk about other trading card games uh, and the news and events of the world around those types of things. I am at Washing the Sink in all of the different medias, although. I'm probably primarily just an Instagram dude anymore. I don't even... Your Instagram's real good, though. Well, only when I'm shirtless. Um... (laughs) I mean, that was a given. That's what Instagram's for. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Who knew at 46 years old I would become one of those... What do they call it? Influencers? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the word I was going for. (laughs) Real quick, let's play one round of medium, okay? Okay. My card is this. Okay. Uh, My card is episode. Is there a timer? (laughs) No. Yeah, Will, you gotta gotta get your card. Get your card in. Oh. I don't. I I thought there were only two cards. Um, we're playing a three-player uh, version. We're playing okay. a three-player version. Uh, my card is is three. Okay, I got, I got it. Okay, wait. Three, yep. two, two, one. one. Finished.
yeah, yeah. All mediums. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting those good points now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>